Christmas 364, the holiday podcast, the merry and bright beyond Christmas night. We're your Christmas crazies. I'm Claude Jennings. She's Brenda Alexander. Of course, we are socially distant. Well, physically distant, but always socially close. How can you not be socially close around uh, when you're talking about Christmas, Brenda? And so we've got this whole thing happening. Obviously, with the COVID-19 thing, people are quarantined. But we want to talk about just creative ways of staying close to the people that you love and keeping your spirits up. Because I talked to a gentleman um, just recently, uh, a colleague of mine, Brenda, and uh, he works in media as well. And he was just saying how you know he's having a tough time dealing with uh, you know being home all the time and not being able to talk to people. He's, he's an extrovert. He loves going out. He loves being social. But he's having a really hard time dealing with this stuff. And it can be kind of hard to keep your spirits up. And there's nothing like Christmas to help you keep your spirits up or just different, finding different ways to do that. That's one of the Christmas 364 principles. So when it comes to kind of keeping your spirits up, Brenda, what are some of the things you like to do? And have you found it kind of hard to keep your spirits up during this time? Um, luckily, no, I have not found it difficult. Um, initially, I was very nervous when they announced the shutdown, obviously, because like most people, the first thought is, well, when will the shutdown end? And I think that in order to keep yourself sane, you kind of have to push those things out of your mind. Um, so for me, I'm also an extrovert. So like prior to the shutdown, I was probably home, like in my actual apartment, maybe honestly, like if I counted up all the hours, probably 24 hours of the week, I was always out. <laughs> I was always at a restaurant or at a happy hour or at a function or at a concert. I was, I'm like, I'm not really a homebody, which is odd because I used to be, but this has really given me a chance to like enjoy my home. I guess. Um, and I'm I'm really thankful that I haven't gotten stir crazy, but I really think that that has a lot to do with your mentality um, and the way that you're viewing the situation. I've been really looking at, at this whole thing is just, you know, a lesson and it's meant to teach us something and it's meant to kind of um, show us a new way of living and show us on, show us the things that we've been missing out on because I'm always so on the go, whether that's with work or just like keeping up with my social calendar that this is the most I've been in the house in probably like three years. So I've actually <laughs> enjoyed it um, when there have been moments where, you know, it's a 70 degree day or like a nice 68 degree day. Um, I, I mean, I think it's just good to get fresh air just to keep yourself sane and to kind of find that balance. So I've definitely gone out. I live right across the street from a, a park playground. So I've gone out with, with my mask, obviously, and just like taking a walk. Um, grocery store has become like my new thing. I've become like an old lady. I go to the grocery store like every two days now, which I never expected <laughs> I would do. And um, just to keep me busy. I mean, I feel like there's always stuff to do that we live in the age of information like there's recipes to try there's you know new tv shows to watch so i think that if people just really get out of their mind what and when is this going to happen and like all of the what ifs or the unknown and just focus on what we have available at our our discrepancy now we'll be fine absolutely and you hit the nail right on the head with the whole mentality of Focusing on what I can do. That's what that's what keeps me up. That's what keeps me happy is, you know, there's a lot of stuff I can't do, but there's, you know, some things that I can do. And even if that list of things that I can do is small, just do it a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, so like some of the things I can do, I can leave the house and go for a walk around the neighborhood. I can go outside and throw the football or the baseball with my son. I can go outside and grill 
Uh, and so I've been doing a lot of grilling. I can go outside and we did a fire pit a couple of nights. There's just a lot of stuff you can do and make some of the small things like a big event. When we look forward to um, going to the grocery store or if I've got to go to the gas station, because one of the networks uh, I work in media, one of the networks that I work for, I still have to go in every morning. It's super early in the morning, but it's okay. Um, I got to go to the gas station or I've got to, you know, get something for work. And so I'd make everything like, an event, a big event that I'm looking forward to. And just understanding the fact that things are different and see it as a challenge. Okay, how can I overcome the boredom or how can I overcome the, the routine? What can I do today that's going to mix it up a little bit? Uh, yesterday, uh, we went on uh, Planet Fitness uh, uh, Facebook page and they've got this, um, you know, quarantine workout thing that they do on uh, every day at 7 p.m. And me, Sierra, and Manny, uh, our seven-year-old, watched it and did the workouts. And it's the first time ever as a family where we all worked out together. Uh, there are times where I may be doing some something and Sierra might be on the elliptical and, you know, Manny's just kind of running around in the basement uh, where, we, where we're where we kind of splitting that workout time but not necessarily doing the same thing at the same time. That was kind of cool. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there was other little projects that we did, like putting puzzles together. There's just other things you can do uh, to fill your time and so focusing in, focusing in on what I can do I find that when I schedule things like I am binge watching the heck out of Blacklist because I fell off at season two now I'm all the way back up to season five now and all the movies in the Avengers series I want to catch up on those but I make appointments so that way it's not just idle time it's like okay on Friday at seven o'clock that's my blacklist time I'm going to watch it until midnight get as many in as, as I can and then I'm not going to watch it again until Tuesday so that way I have something to look forward to on Tuesday uh and so yeah I think I think it's it's it's, it's scheduling things it's focusing on what you can do and making everything a big event those are just some ways to, to keep yourself up. But then also, Brenda, like we're doing right now, maybe you got to find someone to talk to, talk to a family member, talk to a friend and say, hey, I'm not really dealing with this thing, uh, uh, you know, mentally and emotionally in a good way. How are you staying up and just kind of fellowship and telling people what you're feeling? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get it. Um, this is the most that I've really spent away from the people that I'm close to. Um, there are, I mean, there are people that I know who live alone, which I'm sure that's a little bit difficult. I don't live alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do have someone here to keep me company. But I mean, even then, like you, you know, you're married and you, you have a you have a son. So I'm sure you guys get on each other's nerves after a while. <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me, it's just we like I said, we live in a different era. Like we're not in, you know, where we where we where we could have been. I feel like things can always be worse. So we have FaceTime. Mm -hmm. We have Zoom. We have all of these ways of communication. And I think it's us, us, it's up to us to take advantage of. And I really think like this whole thing has really taught me just how spoiled we are. Um, yes. Like having like basically having no other option but to stay put and kind of just wait to see what happens to me has been refreshing like I've never not spent money in the way that I'm basically not able to do now like I can't go <laughs> every hour I can't go to you know to a restaurant and I was now that I look back I was doing that way too much I've never cooked mm -hmm. this much in my life like I literally cook at least two meals a day I haven't really ordered out. Um, I treat myself on Sundays. Like you said, make it a big deal. So mm -hmm. Sundays are my nights. Um, I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then I watch Insecure on Sundays. So I have seafood Sundays now. So I order from this local seafood joint, like a nice big platter. And that's like my treat to myself. 
Um, I just joined like a wine club. So now I'm like, oh, I'm never going back to the regular liquor store. Like I'm going to, <laughs> this is going to become a part of my lifestyle. Like I just think that it's finding new and inno- innovative ways to like nurture your interests, find new interests. Um, if, I mean, if you, you know, they say that you can still meet in small groups as long as you stay six feet apart. I te- personally haven't done that yet. Um, mm-hmm. just because I'd rather be safe than sorry, which I still encourage everyone else to do so. But, you know, when, if it's nicer out and you feel like you need to see your mom and they're, you know, they don't have underlying health conditions and things of that nature, then, you know, go sit outside on, on the porch and six, sit six feet apart, like do what you need to do in order to keep yourself, um, mentally well, but don't also endanger your health or the health of anyone else's. I think that's the main thing that everyone needs to keep in mind is that like, you're home, but you're home for a reason. You know, you're safe at home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what's so interesting is when you talk about visiting people, we were taking a walk in the neighborhood the other day, and uh, there was a family that we, we've been seeing outside often. This uh, particular day, they were out near the curb, right out off their driveway, a little further than they normally are. Usually they're in the driveway, in the garage, but they were closer to the curb this time. But what it seemed to be was one of the a group of the grandparents, the grandfather, grandmother was in a car and they were looking at the kids, waving at the kids, talking from the car, uh, from the curb. And I was like, you know, that's kind of creative. You know, just kind of drive by a house, tell folks to come out to the porch, tell them to come to the sidewalk, talk, see them, and then drive back home. Like you said, there's so many different creative ways uh, to see one another and spend that time with family and friends, um, you know, if you really, really need that uh, connection. Um, it was funny because I was watching, of course, the Hallmark Channel one of these days just to see what's going on. And in typical Hallmark fashion, I saw this one movie. I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet, but I can't wait. I'm wondering if you, if you saw it. Um, I'll tell you what it's about first. And then I'll do the title because the title is the stereotypical Hallmark Channel title for a movie. So this is woman who has a food truck. She's doing her thing. Then there's another food truck that moves on her street. And uh, uh, so they're kind of going back and yeah. forth for. Yeah. And he specializes in bacon. And wouldn't you know it that the name of the show is You're Baking Me Crazy. <laughs> of course. Of course. So I didn't see it, but I did. Like recorded on my cable on my Comcast. I can't wait to see it. I definitely need definitely need to watch that. That that's one hundred percent. Exactly. So you're baking me crazy. Well, so 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 that's about it for the Christmas sixty people uh, podcast. Listen, we want to know what you guys are doing to find new ways of 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 just enjoying yourself and entertaining yourself during the COVID nineteen. Uh, stay-at-home orders and things like that, and not to be in a rush. Oh, Brenda, by the way, you said something that that really uh, that I'm living out as well is the fact that I'm realizing that I spend way more money than I have to. Like, I do not have to go to. I am I, so disgusted with myself when I look <laughs> like over this over this past month, like the like I was, and I've like looked back on statements, and I'm like, what was I doing? And like. It's, and my mom used to tell me that all the time, like, you're always out, like, you need to chill. I mean, people used to tell me all the time, and I was just like, oh, you only live once. And I still I still agree with that, like, you should enjoy your life, but I spent so much unnecessary money. And, like, one of the things that I am kind of confident that will come out of this whole situation is that people will really look at th- what they need versus what they spend money on, like, versus fluff. Like, I'm not... 
I refuse to go back to like dining out four or five times a week. I'm not doing yes. that anymore. I'm never, mm-hmm. I'm never doing that again. Like that is unnecessary. That's overkill. Like I have really thoroughly enjoyed like, you know, becoming like a little bit crocker up in here. I've been enjoying it. So <laughs> I think that there are just certain things that, like I said, I feel like we, we've been spoiled and like the amount of things that we spend money on. And then, you know, us, like we're in the generation of online shopping and mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. encourage people to like chill out on that too, because you know, we are in the house. Like if you want to buy your grill because it's getting nicer outside and we are in the house, then do that. But there's really no need for you to buy clothes and shoes. Why? Because we're not going anywhere. So have a seat. <laughs> Calm mm-hmm. down and only get the things that you need or or like you said, something that you're making, you know, a big deal out of. If there's like a home project that you want to do, now's the time to do things like that. But like material things and like things that are fluff, you don't that that's so not important anymore. And that, if that's one thing, that's one thing that I learned. And I'm so glad I learned that during this time. But you know, and, and that's so right, because I'm out. And it's funny that you say that, because I'm, I was literally the other day looking in my closet because now. Everything has changed because, you know, I, like I said, one of the media companies I work for, I do early morning radio. I'm in at like 4.45 in the morning. And so a lot of times we're just wearing like, I'm just wearing like Adidas track pants and like a sweatshirt or, or something like that. I'm not getting dressed up. And so since a lot of my other media clients are all doing stuff, we're just doing stuff from home, I don't have to dress up and I'm like man when it gets down to it I don't need all these jeans that I have in a closet I don't need all these shirts like I don't need all this stuff like and and so I'm like I don't think I, I I'm going to try my best to never ever ever purchase another pair of jeans and also because I don't need any other stuff I mean when it comes down to it, when you come up to just the essential stuff in, in, in life we're seeing just what we need and, and what we don't need and I've realized and I always knew this because I play a lot of golf and it's like wow I haven't been able to get out and play and I'm just looking at the amount of money that I'm saving. I'm like, man, I'm saving a ton of money. And I'm just realizing, you know what? This is not a bad thing. Maybe I should save more and, and, and do a lot less. And so that seems to be. I um, agree. One, uh, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, always yeah. like say, well, you're going to spend the money on groceries anyway. So what's the point of going out? But I realized that if I go to the grocery store and spend I, I, what I was doing before was I was spending the money on groceries. I would have food in my house. I would have, you know, a bottle of wine in my house, but I would still go to happy hour and end up spending money or still going to dinner. Mm-hmm. So you're spending double or triple what you would, you know, already have done had you like cooked your meals and you know enjoyed some things in the house so to me it's just been about finding balance and like just realizing like we've just been doing the most like for so long right right so, mm-hmm. you know it, it's been great like I've, I've just realized like what I what you need versus what you don't need and I think that's something that we that's the theme of our book like Christmas 364 is like this is the time where we've actually been able to spend that quality time with our families to focus on projects that we want to focus on to you know do charitable acts you know as we, we might see our neighbors may not have something or you know for people who are unemployed or family members who haven't gotten their unemployment yet you may cash you may cash at them a few bucks I feel like we're now living out basically every principle in our book that mm-hmm. that we you know that we came up with so it's been a really really interesting time and i like i said because once this is all said and done i just hope that people don't rush back into what things used to be like i really want to see a lot of these principles and a lot of these behaviors continue because it i, I think that is for our good 
And like Brenda said, that was the principles behind Christmas 364. We'd love to hear from everybody. Feel free to visit our social media channels to search Christmas 364 on uh, Facebook, like the page. Also, uh, Xmas uh, 364 book on Twitter. And uh, until next week, uh, you'll hear from us again. We'll have more to talk about. I'm sure about COVID-19, but just more of these Christmas 364 principles. Take it easy, Brenda. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.